Hello and welcome. This is episode 19 of the Doom and Gloom podcast. So in this episode I'm talking with uh, Justin. He's the owner of the Low Life League clothing brand. Um, so in this episode we discuss kind of how he started, why he started, how he came up with the name, um, running a brand, everything he's learned, sort of shortcomings, uh, tips and tricks. We kind of cover a whole range of topics. Uh, so yeah, hopefully you'll, en- you'll enjoy this one. Uh, my name's Justin. Uh, I'm 23. Uh, I'm from Northern Ireland. Uh, oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's such yeah. a horrible way to do it, isn't it? Like, yeah, so tell me about yeah, your school. Yeah. I actually hate that question. That's the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what, so what, like, what have you done before this brand and then kind of what led you to, to wanting to start it? Uh, so basically, I graduated university in, I think, July 2019. And I'd like just always wanted to start a clothing brand. But like, you know, being at uni, I never had like the money or, you know, the sort of uh, drive or anything like. And then it, it came to the point where, you know, I, I I'd finished uni and I had like nothing like lined up to go into like oh like no what, job no uh, what, um what did you study at uni uh music production so nothing really related to clothing at all but yeah. is something you yeah. still do bits of or uh yeah yeah i try to man like i'll i'll still like produce for like the odd band and that or you know just like do some work on like a friend's track or something but uh i don't really have a lot of time nowadays like with low life league like it's sort of slowly taking up like all of my time yeah it does yeah uh so yeah i uh, graduated in like july 2019 and i think i started low life league like towards the end of september uh i sort of like built up a lot of like money uh at, while i was at uni by delivering pizzas <laughs> in order to start a clothing brand nice uh so it was like a really horribly paid like cash in hand job uh I, I just did like a load of shifts and like stored all my money away in like an envelope <laughs> until yeah i graduated and like had this like really awkward conversation with the bank uh, where i like went in with like an envelope full of money and i was like can <laughs> i deposit this into a new bank account like <laughs> oh yeah and they were like well where did you get the money yeah definitely <laughs> like definitely got like a few looks and like i don't know coming in with like like really long shaggy hair and like a big like black zip-up jacket like <laughs> just looked like the yeah just looked like the quintessential wrong and that's brilliant they probably thought you're like a drug dealer or something <laughs> exactly exactly i had it recently where um because of my well my hair kind of grew quite long and like my, my beard grew kind of long but like people when they met me were like oh are you in a band i was like what no but i guess you, you kind of have that look don't you were like yeah yeah you, that's just like especially almost... like the lockdown thing as well like yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah what is something starting a brand is something you always wanted to do or just like while you're at uni you were like oh, you know what would be really cool uh well yeah i mean i've been in sort of like the music scene i'm like in bands since i was like like new age i think i played my show when i was like 13 or 14 or something uh not very good i wasn't very good i'm not trying to say that but like (laughs) uh i was always sort of around uh like the music scene and uh like grew up sort of 
in this little like uh like bubble of like the Belfast sort of like Dublin like Irish metal scene and like like no disrespect to these guys like I love everyone in that scene but like the merch game was just pretty bad to be honest like (laughs) like you know like you'd go to a show and if a band had merch it would be like sort of like a white fruit of the loom t-shirt with like a like a heat transfer vinyl of like the logo or something on it like yeah yeah. (laughs) so uh even when I was like 15, 16, like me and my band were like, oh yeah, you know what, we'll, we'll get a designer, we'll get like a, a quote from a screen printer, we'll get like 50 tees made in like two colors, like left breast back print, like, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and then like, we'd only sell like 10 of them, but I guess it was like sort of valuable for me to like, uh, like sort of like learn the process. Yeah, and so that's kind of your like, first bit of like dipping your toe into the, the brand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and like I didn't know it at the time, like uh, but I would like sort of go on to enjoy that part like more than the sort of like playing live part. Like um I was in a band when I was like eighteen and we got a, a support slot for a band called The Amity Affliction. Um they were like on like an Irish tour and we got like I think two or three dates that we were like supporting them and I was like on it like I was immediately like we need to get merch out like yeah this is the perfect opportunity to like you know sell some merch and like it seemed like I was like the only like I had to like almost convince them like this was a good idea like but yeah so that was like my first like sort of like exposure into getting into like the process of starting a brand and and when it's sort of like when my focus changed from the music to the merch that's when I was like you know I should just go ahead and do it like <laughs> yeah there's there's never a good time to start but as long as you start and you're at least on the way so exactly exactly and uh, I did. I do think that I started at a pretty bad time too. But <laughs> I think it's weird though. Like whenever you start looking back at it, you're like, "Oh, I started and it was like a real bad time," and then it gets worse or it gets better, and it's just it's strange. I think yeah, there is no great time to start, but as long as you're actually you make an effort or you do something, you put one step forwards, then you're better than a lot of other people. So that's the way exactly. I look at it. Anyway. Exactly. Like as long as you're doing something instead of nothing, like there's there's no wrong way to do it. Like mm, that's what I said with this podcast. Like it started and it wasn't great, but then the more I've done it, the better it's got. And I still think it's not perfect, but it's still it's enjoyable. And like you said at the start, there's not a lot of people that are actually doing it. So that's great for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like especially with the sort of like uh, with like the brand angle on it. Like you get to hear from all these uh you know like uh promoters and brand owners and yeah like it it, it, that's a good really really good resource for like people who are maybe looking into starting something themselves like uh just so they can like hear it firsthand like Mm -hmm. all the sort of like tips and and they realize that it's not actually as easy as just like putting stuff on a t-shirt and then selling loads because that doesn't really happen oh man yeah that was (laughs) that was such like a shock at first like (laughs) Like, why is nobody buying my clothes? <laughs> it definitely takes a while to get the ball rolling. And then you've just got to keep it moving as well, which is the worst part. Definitely. Like, uh, what I found was as soon as I, like, released, like, my first run of T-shirts, like, it was friends and family and sort of, like, friends of friends and stuff. 
uh, that were just like sort of supporting me because like, you know, bless them, like they wanted to help me out or whatever. Um, and then like as soon as that like initial sort of like pool of people that you knew like dries up, like you, you can't like literally like ask your friends to buy your stuff. Like that's that's not how it works. Like you need to like get into like the advertising and you need to like uh, start working with like influencers, models, like get a sort of like like following around you that you don't know necessarily like uh that was like the hardest part and like especially because by the time i went to like do my second run of teas like the whole like hysteria around like covid and that was was really kicking off uh yeah oh so you started what did you say the end of 2019 pretty much yeah yeah so i think it might have been like around halloween 2019 uh, oh, so I had like you a, really had a couple good, of sort of, good months and then it all went to shit yeah yeah exactly like I, I had like a really good like black friday and like run up to christmas sort of thing and then uh around like the end of january maybe um like all the news reports started coming out about like the this uh virus from china or whatever and like <laughs> you know like people stopped leaving the house and like wouldn't like i suppose it was such like a a weird sort of like culture shock to society that like the last thing that people were thinking about was like buying a t-shirt from a brand with like a hundred followers on Instagram. Like I get it. Like, yeah, but yeah, uh, it, it was just a really, really like soul destroying time to, to start just cause like it, it felt like it had sort of finished before it, it actually like, you know, picked up, but, mm. but you made it through though. That was kind of the main thing. I saw lots oh, of brands yeah. that kind of dipped out or said like, we're going to pause for a bit and we'll be back. And then they never came back and you're like, Oh man. Yeah. That's it, man. It's, it's so like disappointing to see. Cause like it did, it does get like so much better. Like after, uh, like after just sort of like the initial, uh, like slump, like business just like picked right up again. And like people were being so supportive and, uh, yeah, like you, you just got to keep going, got to keep releasing uh, killer designs. You just got to keep on top of it, reply to your messages, you know, <laughs> like don't just cut everyone off. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely been tough, especially trying to figure out how to kind of navigate through it. It's not been the best. Um, so I guess that's kind of like, I was just looking at your Instagram. That's kind of your look, isn't it? If you're like alternative and, and metal that's kind of i get that vibe from it which is nice because i've seen it before where like you see some new brands and you're like well what is their like what is the brand about and you can't really gauge it because it's just the designs all over the place yeah like um i don't know like i've always said that i would just release t-shirts or like release garments that, like i would wear myself like <laughs> you know uh it's sort of just really derivative from like my 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 own style i suppose uh yeah well at least you know then that it, well if you like it then there's going to be someone else that likes it so yeah. the, like the loveless heart with the barbed wire designs really really cool like i like that one yeah that that was sort of like a uh, yeah that that one sort of came from like uh you know like djs like marshmallow and stuff like with yeah. the big helmets and stuff like i just wanted like a little mascot like uh yeah so I'm, I'm gonna be using him on like quite a few things in the future but like uh yeah i, I don't know like uh the, the whole thing about low life league like when i started was i wanted to 
right so so that this is actually like a quite quite a big story here okay yeah go for it <laughs> of why it's called low life league um basically uh when i was like playing gigs when i was like 18 uh with my like metalcore band or whatever like we would play in this like abandoned mill in belfast uh which was sort of it like neighbored like a load of like housing estates and stuff uh and like we would play on the weekends uh up until like 11 o'clock or whatever the curfew was and uh the council would just get like hundreds of complaints about <laughs> like from these uh like neighboring houses and stuff like and it was like in the newspaper and it was all over like those uh you know like those community groups on facebook that like all the mums are in <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> like it was just all over them of like pictures of like us outside like i don't know like vaping or smoking or whatever <laughs> like i'm being like these low lives are at it again like that sort of thing uh and like we, we weren't low lives we were literally just like kids like you know trying to have fun like trying to play some music to each other uh a lot of underage drinking and whatnot but like mm-hmm. that's besides the point but yeah like the the whole sort of like vibe around it was that we were the low lives and uh like we were sort of like looked down on by like functioning people in that like area or whatever uh even though like i don't know like I, I, we were literally just kids like if we weren't there doing that we would be you know causing trouble somewhere else you know yeah things would be a lot worse at least you had some kind of outlet exactly so like that's where like it was as soon as i seen the word low life uh being used to like describe me and my friends i was like you know like we, we we're collective or at least we can be like low lives together like maybe we're like the justice league of like low lives i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, i'm not exactly sure where i came from but the brand was always going to be called low life league after i seen after i seen that post yeah that's really cool you've kind of taken that like negative and then put like your spin on it and then it fits the brand really well like as soon as you've said that that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah that's it man like uh a lot of my shirts are or a lot of my like designs and stuff they're a bit of like i don't know if it's like the right word but it's like pastiche or like like a parody almost of yeah uh like the like the the cult one like the KVLT, like the big one, the one with like the big black metal logo on it with like the really evil emblem on the back. Like it's just meant to be like sort of offensive to the eyes and it's supposed to like, like maybe pay homage, maybe not like parody, like black metal bands. And, you know, like because we were all part of the same scene in Belfast, like that's the sort of like people that I like grew up around. And yeah, like it, it, it's all like coming from like personal experience. Yeah, that's really cool. That's that's quite a nice way to, uh, I guess, come up with the brand. Because there's some people where you're like, oh, well, how did you, what's, what, what, what's your about? And they're like, I just wanted to sell some stuff. So I thought of a cool name and then I just put stuff on t-shirts. And I'm like, right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. At least you've actually got that like story behind it and there was thought and then you've got the name from something that happened and then it, all the designs fit and they're all really cool. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> I think you should put, you need to put that somewhere like yeah so I I recently I think I'm going to hit like 1k today on Instagram so I'm like uh I'm taking this as like a milestone yes. to sort of uh like completely like reinvigorate uh low life league and maybe uh pay more attention to to detail and maybe like insert myself into the brand more uh 
so like because i mean like all of this stuff is in my head you know but like it's not on the internet per, per se <laughs> like mm. yeah i'm exactly the same though i'm really bad for it like i don't think mine i don't think i've got an about me section on there i like i really need to and i keep saying it. i've said it on previous episodes i'm like yeah i'm going to and then yeah. i just don't so but it is, i think it is the thing that does help step you up when you start to open up more and i think yeah i'm hoping that this podcast has kind of helped in that respect for me so like if people listen to it they're like oh right cool we can hear like what he's about what his thoughts are like he's talking to other cool people like Sure. hopefully i'm getting away with it that way <laughs> yeah I, I was actually looking for like an about us section or something for uh doom and gloom but uh i i just ended up signing up to your newsletter <laughs> and, uh, and buying a pair of joggers as well like <laughs> oh awesome thank you yeah <laughs> no worries man no i was i was probably gonna buy them anyway they're, they're proper killer yeah i know i was so lucky with that like collaboration the guy um Tom is awesome from uh, Forbidden Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. No, the, like, like I just love that, like sort of, uh, like the front sort of leg position, like that people are doing right at the minute, like on joggers, like. Yeah, and all the designs work really well together. So that's. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe that those weren't like you know designed at the same time or whatever. Like they were all just. Well, they 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 were like from. Uh, doom and gloom on forbidden 13 and you guys just like sort of compiled them didn't you like yeah yeah that that's so dope how like they just work so well together yeah i think that's something that i've noticed a lot more now is that brands are trying to collaborate and share their audiences a little bit more i see you did one with the acid rain acid control yeah uh, acid control yeah no I, I like that i think it makes a lot of sense and i hate the way yeah. that people don't want to share and help each other and kind of big, big each other up almost like it makes so much sense and that's why i was lucky to do that collaboration with him and like you've obviously done one and it's just it's the best thing in the world where you can kind of work with somebody else and then share yeah. it and then kind of gain from their audience chat to people get gain more exposure it's like the best thing in it man like uh like i, I think collaboration between like especially between like smaller brands is is the way to go because I, like I don't think customers have like a hundred percent brand loyalty, you know. Like I just don't think that's a thing. Uh, and like, what's the point of like trying to like, you know, shield your customers from finding out about like this other really cool brand? Like, we should all be like sort of celebrating each other and like, uh, you know, sharing each other's stuff and being like, oh look, look, like what, uh, Doom and Gloom just released. Look what Asking Control just released like you know mm. i'm very passionate about that like i'll happily share stuff i think's cool or like comment on it comment on it there yeah on it or share it or like just help promote other people because like you said if they're doing something really cool i'm not gonna not want to help exactly I like I, it's a strange thing isn't it like uh i've started doing the whole uh like sea of post and like message it to myself like on my personal account like and like liking and commenting and stuff like just so uh like apparently that's like the new algorithm or whatever but i say apparently because nobody knows uh yeah i don't know i half i half wonder with stuff like that where instagram just like kind of almost troll people and they're like, yeah, like if you just to engage like um make people post more 
because I've seen it so much where people have done like the little screenshot and they share or they post it and it's like, oh, like you have to save the thing. And, and it's like, are they just doing yeah. that to boost their own interaction on the site? Or like, it probably yeah. is true though. It probably does help a lot. I mean, like, I, I don't think like any interactions a bad one. Like, as, as long as like, you know, like I, <laughs> if the option's there to like do something with a post that I really like, I'll just do all of them. Just yeah. yeah. I think the only thing I've seen that's the uh, like a bad, um, a bad aspect is like if you comment just like an emoji or if it's like three or four words, it's really yeah. bad for a post because yeah. they think it's like a bot comment that's it man like and that used to be like the thing to do like in the instagram algorithm was just comment a couple of emojis and then it yeah. was, like put on the people's for you page or yeah or, like i think they changed it where it's like yeah if you just do like two fire emojis or just put like <laughs> love this but it doesn't yeah. help it actually goes against you because they think yeah someone's just like spamming uh bot comments or whatever but Instagram are probably loving this, like knowing that we are sat here right now discussing what we think's going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, there's no, there's, I mean, you, you kind of said that like that would be one of the topics like we could discuss, and it's just such a big area. And I don't know if there yeah, is any yeah. way to win on it, it's just trial and error, keep posting. I think that's the main thing, isn't it? Is like, yeah, like I've, I've a couple of times a day post on your stories as much as possible somebody was saying you need to do it like try and do almost every hour post a story so it like pushes you right to the front of someone's little feed at the top yeah it's crazy like the like just the the pure amount of like information that you hear about it from people like it can't all be true but i mean there's no harm in like trying everything i guess just to see what works for for you until they inevitably like change it and your reach just like drops immediately again like <laughs> yeah <laughs> then you got to search for the next thing that works and that's it yeah i i i can't remember who told me this but they they said like if you use the same hashtags like over and over again uh then like instagram will like notice that you're using the same hashtags and like maybe assume that you're a bot or something and they yeah just, no, that, like, that's that's definitely the thing it like um they shadow ban you so like your reach I, yeah, yeah drops so. off yeah i didn't I, I think a lot of people didn't realize that because they were just doing like if you do the same like oh uh independent clothing goth like if you hashtag the same things over and over i think it's like two or three times it then thinks you're a bot and yeah it, like shadow bans you for a bit and then your reach completely drops off yeah uh my girlfriend uh tay uh, she has an Instagram account with like, I think like seventy k followers or something, and uh, like her reach sometimes gets like into the hundreds of thousands, and then sometimes she'll post and like five k people see it, you know, like wow, like it, it's absolutely ridiculous, like, uh, but I, I suppose like her audience might be even like quite dormant because she's had like the same account. But uh, like her followers just like fluctuate so much, like it's just so like discerning to have like you know such a big account and like such a big platform that you're not really sure how to use anymore. Like, yeah, just disappointing. Yeah, it's just one of the many perks of starting your own brand. Oh my god, man! Yeah, it's it's more stress than <laughs> than anything. I think there's, there's some in, there's some enjoyment there, isn't there? Like every now and then you're like, oh my god, this is perfect. Oh yeah, no man. Like as soon as you make like, I don't know, like a big seal or like you get like a really cool customer photo or 
I don't know, like just like that, like dopamine hit. You're just like, yo, I made that. Like, <laughs> it mm. makes it all worth it. Like, I go through cycles of it. Yeah, where you sell a couple of t-shirts, like from a new design straight away, and you're like, oh my god, this is it. I can quit my job soon. And then <laughs> like the next release, you sell nothing, and you're like, oh well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh well, I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, and then you just gotta leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> you're like stuck with a like a box of like 50 of them like in your bedroom like <laughs> yep so uh, what's, um what's like the the purpose or the goal with your brand what are you are you thinking like like i said you want to leave your main job at some point and kind of work this full-time or uh yeah definitely man like uh i mentioned to you like before that i was looking into like screen printing yeah uh i'm like setting up my own press um so like the the goal with that is just to, you know, go full time into screen printing. I I like it. It sounds like it's a bit far fetched at the minute because I've never like so much as like pulled a squeegee or like burnt a screen or anything. But like, I have just like dropped a load of money into it. So I'm really hoping it works out. Like the the sort of like excited nervous energy at the minute. Like, mm, there's a yeah. there's a brand near me that's done it where they started. I think he was just screen printing stuff in his spare room for like friends, brands, uh, bands and stuff. And then now they've got like a massive warehouse where they're just doing loads of business. So I think you can do it, but. Yeah, I, I saw that you were from, uh, was it Norwich or Norfolk yeah. or. Yeah, it, it, is it the Norwich screen print guys? Uh, uh, can't, I can't remember what their Instagram was, but yeah. But yeah there's, there's like a screen print, screen printing company in Norwich that I've got like a few times. Them. yeah there's, there's a couple that well there's there's two that uh one i use is a robberus and they were Robberous, yeah, yeah they yeah, were really right. close to where i lived and they've now moved further away but they're still awesome they started the same sort of thing like in a small little garage and then they expanded yeah. and expanded and they've now got one of those like massive automatic ones yeah, uh, yeah. The I, other see, one is... I see their stories and stuff yeah looks pretty oh, pretty dope vino sangria or something is the other one that's in norwich and they're the ones as well that like started small oh, and have sure. worked their way up so it's definitely possible i think and it works hand in hand because you've if you've already got a brand or you're selling your own merch then that kind of it's going to help isn't it because yeah exactly like i mean i think the plan is like to do more of like a print on demand sort of thing just so like i'm not stuck with like a load of stock uh as I usually am at the minute, <laughs> but um, yeah, to like maybe have like a few in each size and each design, uh, maybe like uh, like outsourced to like a few other like maybe like local bands or small brands or you know, and like sort of like do the mates rates or you know like try and work on something like in a weird like print position that you know like other presses maybe just don't have the time to like figure out or something like I don't know like. I'll see where it goes, man. But I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a, a fun one to kind of watch or whatever. Like, see where it is in a year. See how yeah. big you've got. If you, because it's probably gonna, it's gonna help expand your stuff. Like I was saying, if you're experimenting with weird print positions or like all that kind of stuff, you might figure something out and then do it for the low life league, and then it just take yeah. off. Yeah, exactly. Like at at the minute, there is like no way that I would be paying for a like four color like back print or something like i literally just can't afford it uh but like if if i was doing it myself like i could do them in like small runs and just like sort of keep the screens and 
you know like yeah it, it's just like something that i want to like experiment with rather than you know like drop like a grand on like some products that might not even sell like because yeah. you know like the moqs and that i think being able to have the screen's pretty cool as well like yeah definitely so you yeah. get massive and then like 10 years later you've still got like one of the original screens and you're like i'm bringing this design back like yeah yeah I, I was actually watching a documentary one time about uh that brand gym shark they're like i don't know they're like a gym brand or something yep. i don't know like my brother wears them but like I, <laughs> I hadn't even heard of them until he showed me this documentary uh but apparently they're like massive massive yeah brand. uh and they have like the original like Gymshark like logo screen just like hung up on their wall from like however many years ago. Like so I'd I'd love to do something like that. Just mm, that's really cool. I keep thinking like all the stuff I've got recently, I'm kind of keeping hold of because I'm like when I get my own little warehouse, it'd be well cool to have like like almost like a wall where it's like uh started at this point and then like over the years yeah. type thing like different bits of art and i've got i've bought so much random so many like random art prints off people as well like tattoo flash sheets yeah, yeah. different brands where i'm like that's really cool i'm gonna help support them and then i've just got so much stuff that i want to start putting up i'm like oh, i gotta wait if i can get a warehouse <laughs> it's gonna look amazing like, yeah. you're gonna open like the dim and gloom museum and have like a <laughs> like an early 2020s like time capsule of alternative yeah. clothing brands like <laughs> I think it'd be cool. I just want somewhere like amazing to hang out. It'd be nice to be able to invite other people. I mean, oh, it's for sure. Of, yeah. Yeah. Or just kind of out of the way from everybody else. Everyone else I seem to chat with like other brands and stuff. It's always kind of like the Midlands and it's really annoying. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the only brand that I've ever heard from like Liverpool was North and then everywhere else is like South of that. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, I do know that uh, Northern Ireland isn't very big for brands at the minute. Uh, as far as I'm aware, like, I'm one of the only ones. Mm, that's pretty cool, though. That's quite a... Makes you uh, a bit more unique and... Yeah, like, at, at the beginning, I was, like, really pushing, like, the whole, like, uh, based in Liverpool, UK. And then about two months ago, like, I moved back home to Northern Ireland. And I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I made that like su I made like such a big deal out of being from Liverpool. <laughs> I don't even live there anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what um, or who are some of your big influences, like artists or other brands that have kind of like helped engineer your style or like, like made? like like inspired like yeah yeah. What's what? Who's yeah. inspired you to make the brand you've made kind of thing? Um, so when I like first started getting into like alternative like streetwear or clothing or whatever uh i like solely bought from peak to parallel uh just because like they were uh i guess like maybe like one of the like the fastest rising sort of brands in the uk and they always did like really sort of like colorful like sublimation prints and i was like a little scene kid at the time so yeah there's uh, lots of that now like rick and morty or pokemon all that kind of stuff yeah done. yeah that's it like uh yeah I, I used to buy like off peak to par just like religiously uh like I, I would spend like an entire like week's wages on there like if i could <laughs> um and then like when when i got like a bit uh 
I, I guess like I started buying like drop dead and stuff like um but that was sort of like after the like neon like monster like you know like zombie kitty like phase of drop dead it was more like the uh like the like the cross with like the two d's on it if you get me like yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah like i was like obsessed with drop dead for a little while um yeah let, let me think who else i mean they're two pretty big brands i guess of uh influence yeah you. either i can yeah, see the drop dead kind of like style more in what you've done rather than obviously the peaked apparel but yeah yeah exactly like um when I first like started my brand, I was looking towards. Um, uh, have you heard of like Dead Eyes clothing? Yes, Dead Eyes. I, it's it's a guy. Uh, I think he's like from like South Wales, maybe something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. He he does like uh, really cool like uh, like photo manipulations or like hyper realistic prints. Um, yeah, like I I literally saw like Dead Eyes like taken off. And I was thinking, like, wow, like, <laughs> I will never make prints like this. Like, uh, so, uh, so, like, just seeing, like, uh, someone else, like, starting small and, like, getting that big uh, by, like, doing maybe, like, sort of around the same thing that I wanted to do, uh, that sort of inspired me to start as well. Um, and I'd say acid control, too. Uh, because, like, they were doing, like, a lot of, like, collabs with, like, my friends, like, bands and stuff. And, like, I'd always just heard of Acid Control. And I, I think at the time they were, like, based on, like, Dial of White or something. So, like, I'd never, uh, like, heard of, like, the guy that ran it, Christian, never heard of him. But, I'd like, his brand was just, like, everywhere in my newsfeed. Mm. Uh, so that, like, sort of inspired me to get into it a bit. I was, like, you know, like, like, if he's working with my friends' band, bands and stuff, like... I could do something the same, you know. That's really cool. It's quite cool that you've got like the the drop dead like original stuff that you were into, and then you've you've kind of been inspired by other brands recently. Yeah, like I mean, like tastes and stuff are like forever changing. Like, you, there's no way you're gonna be able to like keep on top of like changing trends and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so like that's why I just want to like. Um, you know like print stuff that i would wear just you know in the in the present like i think you have to in the beginning that's a good way to kind of judge stuff like you don't just want to get a design because you think it's it's cool and it might sell but you'd never wear it i think that's a very dangerous exactly. game to get into exactly like you, you want to like get into it like well not necessarily things that you've seen before but maybe derivative of things that have been before, like, uh, but like with your own sort of like twist on it. Uh, so you can be like, uh, like differentiated from the other brands that have inspired you. Yeah, that's kind of the problem, isn't it? There's so many brands about, it's very hard to kind of find that uniqueness so that people know like looking at it oh like that that's one of their designs rather than one of the other brands that were all doing the same yeah sort of stuff. in it in it man like I, I think especially in like the last uh like six months or so uh like uk brands specifically they've been like popping up uh like faster than you can sort of count which I, which i think is a good thing but like you need to 
find your niche and you need to like run with it like uh like there was one there was one brand uh that popped up like around the same time as me uh they were called horny and sad and yeah I know, yeah i know them yeah yeah like I, I i've never bought from them or anything like i don't know like uh what kind of like quality or their stuff is or whatever but like literally their niche is like horny and sad kids like <laughs> it's literally in the title and yeah. like that they're like killing it like so so hard just by the name of their brand being like so niche i guess yeah it's it's nice to see when brands like the start at the same time as you have kind of skyrocketed but then equally you're like oh why isn't that me <laughs> like i've done nothing yeah, like bad i've not done anything that's not worked but like why couldn't i have done that yeah exactly like uh you see a brand do like some like real just killer fucking design <laughs> and then the next week they've got like like 10k more followers than you and you're like ah shit <laughs> <laughs> yep no but but it, it is it, it is good to see though like <laughs> yeah i think it's good it's nice um like healthy competition almost like i've got um uh is it three or four of the brands that we've got like a little group chat on instagram and it's just nice to kind of chat to them openly and kind of compare yourself and like just yeah yeah it's it's, it's healthy competition is always really good so yeah like I, i've got um obviously the the guy from acid control and i've got uh i don't know if you've heard of a twisted wire clothing like i've i've been chatting yeah. to the dude from there uh like quite a lot and like we always just send each other like what we're working on and like we'll give each other like sort of tips and you know <laughs> like like it, it is a nice little community and i really do hope that those dudes like take off in like a spectacular way like but at the same time like if they did i, I would be wishing it was me yeah you're right <laughs> yeah def definitely but then i guess you've got to take something from it like they might help you if they if they get big yeah yeah exactly do you, um do you do all the designs yourself uh no actually i, I uh, outsource my designs uh just with you know like people that i find on instagram uh so like if i have like an idea i would go searching on like hashtags and stuff until i find an artist that i can like see uh like like i've got like the image in my head and i'm like scrolling through trying to find like this one art style <laughs> that uh like it's gonna like translate the best yeah uh, so like I've, I've sort of like whittled it down to like maybe like four or five maybe like artists that i work like quite closely with now um until i just like see someone share like like an artist on their story and i'm just like wow i, I need to work with this person like mm, but uh yeah. but at the same time uh you don't want to be uh you know like using the same artists as everyone else yeah i try real hard not to use the same people yeah yeah like especially with um like uk brands uh there's a lot of us that just use like uk based artists because you know like our friends use them so like we we should too and like i'm all up for like supporting you know uk based artists and stuff but uh at the same time like i don't want to like step on people's toes and stuff like you, you don't want to like go like nicking people's artists from them if you get me like mm. or worse yeah. if you use the same artist and they tend to if they knock out like a similar design and you don't realize and then yeah. you like 
get the t-shirts printed post it and then people are like hey that's that brand's design and you're like yeah. oh fuck. That, that would be an absolute nightmare like <laughs> thankfully that thankfully i haven't been like called out for anything like that uh uh, like because I, as I said, like I try and, you know, make my designs in my head before I like approach someone, and then I like work with the artists or like fine tune them. Uh, like I, I, sometimes I would send over like a, like a sort of like photo manipulation thing in Photoshop, like because I'm like quite good at like, like compositions in Photoshop, but like I can't draw for shit, so. Uh, and all and all of my uh, stuff is like really like illustration heavy, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I, I like to work with illustrators basically. Mm, yeah, and no, that's really cool. I, I I struggle the same as well. Where like I've got an idea in my head and I can kind of draw like very basic stuff, and then yeah. to try and get someone to draw it is kind of the way forward. Yeah, like um, uh, the, the the dude that I'm working with at the minute. Uh, can't even remember how i found him uh he's he's from greece uh his name's like uh georgios papa stapelop or i don't know like, I, I honestly can't say it bro but yeah uh, like yeah yeah uh, g pop is what is what he like i call him uh uh he recently had like this like art exhibition in like an, a literal like art museum in greece uh and he also sort of does like little like illustrations on the side. Like right now, he's working on like a children's book and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so like I, I just like to like work with these sort of artists because like, uh, like one week he could be doing a children's book, and then next week he's going to be doing uh, a design for like an alternative clothing brand. You know, like it's not, it's not so like, uh, how would you say like like it's it's not like the standard sort of artists that the other brands would work with i don't think mm, yeah it's always really tricky trying to find the right person to do the stuff for your brand but you've done quite well though like it, all the designs seem to fit really well and there's nothing that's yeah. like why is that there like <laughs> yeah that's definitely yeah, I... one of the things i find the hardest is to because i've kind of got that like um uh jokey kind of play twist on like sayings or like the the doom and gloom side of stuff haven't i like i've tried to twist it and put everything in that kind of like bracket so to try and find designs that fit sometimes is is impossible or really really yeah. hard yeah you, you've got like the little sayings like uh, uh always glum never fun kitty cats and shitty pats like yeah you know, i'm quite lucky like i don't know they just randomly came to me both of those like no that's clever man you're it's like you're like spitting bars or something <laughs> <laughs> i always said to find i have the dumbest ideas but like i try and write them down or something and then that the kitty cats and shitty tats well i was just like oh i think this is cool like it it makes sense in my head and loads of people have cats and they have shitty tats, and shitty tats like, yeah like our generation kind of almost saying like not not saying but you know like it sums up our generation quite well so i was like oh i'll just do it yeah and then... it's it's like a it's like an umbrella like a lot of people fit under for sure yeah yeah so i love stuff like that and that's i posted that like old design i had the other day and said like oh, i want to do like a competition or whatever and that got yeah, the most yeah. amount of engagement i've had on any post i think the whole year yeah that that's sort of like dope though like because you're getting like you know like you you might end up like working with an artist that uh you haven't like maybe even heard of before like and and they could come out with like a real like just the exact design that you want 
yeah exactly and then it's so i love working with like artists like that where you just find them and you're like oh let's do something together and then you produce it and then you can share and promote them it's like the best feeling to help other artists as well like yeah yeah I, I, was just, I was just thinking there, I would love to see like the notes app on your phone, like <laughs> just to see like what, uh, what dim and gloom, like uh, little sayings didn't make the cut. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Like, like when <laughs> artists, so that's the thing I struggle with as well, where artists are like, oh, I really want to work with you. You've got some amazing designs and I love your brand. And you're like, cool, right. Let's figure something out. And they're like, what ideas have you got? And you're like, oh, I oh man, I hate it's when people like, like artists approach you and they haven't got anything. And you're like, right, here are all my notes. Let's yeah. figure something out. And I've, I've done it recently, I think with about four or five artists where I'm like, right, these are my ideas. And they're like, oh man, these are all great. And then you never hear from them again. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that they're just sort of like, <laughs> they take a look at like your notes and they're like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, that's probably it. Maybe I need to like cut back and just send them one idea and be like, just please work on this. <laughs> no, like I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Like uh, sometimes like, I, I would like approach an artist and be like, oh yeah, I want to work with you. Like uh, I've got this idea for a design and then they just like fucking like ghost. Like <laughs> I never hear of them again. <laughs> like, um, Yeah. A lot of my designs are like that where it's sayings or they start like life like that where they are a pun or a saying. Yeah. Or, yeah. And like that always got up. Never fun. I think was something I just thought of cause it was clever and it is kind of true. And then yeah. I think I just drew like an unhappy like flower. And then an artist was like, oh, I've done this for you. I'm like, perfect. Thank you. Like, yeah, let me buy it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that, that is like the best feeling. Um, like if, if you are thinking about like getting into a clothing line, uh, just rest assured that like the feeling that you get, like when you see a finished like piece from an artist and it is exactly what you wanted, like, uh I'd, like you, you're literally just like buzzing you cannot wait to get that like like on a shirt or like on whatever like a long sleeve like you've got like yeah it's that's like the ultimate like dopamine dump is like seeing your idea like in its final form mm. yeah and i think the next stage after that is when you've uh you've worked out how many you need to sell to get back your cart like to cover your costs and then as soon as you hit yeah. it and you're like yes yeah let's let's bring out the next thing <laughs> i'm in the green baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> what um so what what sort of plans have you got for kind of the next year have you got a load of designs lined up or are you going to do some weird collabs or releases or uh yeah like i've so i've got the collab with gpap coming out. i i can say that because yeah uh i've mentioned it before <laughs> uh, so i've got like a sort of like summer uh like tea coming out with him uh i've got like a like a anti mlm tea you know like multi-level marketing companies like uh yeah I've, I've got like a sort of like whole thing going with like an anti mlm collection uh i'm working on some joggers i'm working on some shorts like uh i've got like a sort of nautical like maritime themed thing going i don't know like it, it it's all it's all pretty cohesive like it doesn't sound like <laughs> like it is when i'm trying to explain it but yeah i've got like loads of stuff in the works man uh nice so it's gonna be a big year then yeah man like as, as soon as i um so like at, at the minute i'm just trying to like shift a lot of my stock uh that i've got 
like sort of uh in in the boxes and whatnot uh so i can like sort of learn to screen print and like as soon as i get you know like i'm, I'm buying out like consistent like good prints uh it's going to be like a massive year for me i hope <laughs> yeah that's always the the most awkward thing is sitting on stock and you're like well i could run a sale but i don't really want to discount it but i need some money yeah mm. yeah like it like sometimes it's got to the point where i'm just sort of like you know what like you can have it for a tanner like if you want it like <laughs> i i just sort of need yeah like i what like when i started i was like selling shirts for like eight quid and i was getting loads of orders and i was like oh this is brilliant but then like i was like you know i had to sell like 40 of them out of the 50 to make my money back like that sort of thing <laughs> like mm. Uh, and then, like, the profits weren't, uh, you know, like, like the, the profits weren't exactly covering the next run of shirts. Like, like I'd never, like, ran a business before. I'd never really, like, sold anything, like, uh, on that scale, at least, before. Um, so I really just did not know what I was doing. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't, like, you know, like, it, it, it all sort of just came with, like, time. Mm, it is. That's one of the... Uh, best bits of, uh, I think about like running a brand or starting it is just figuring out all the stuff making the like stupid little mistakes and then learning from it and then getting better yeah yeah man I'd like you, you do have like some just nightmare days uh but it, it is all worth it in the end yeah I think I've done one before I've put like the postage wrong on a ton of stuff oh yeah yeah on the load <laughs> and then gone oh no <laughs> yeah like <laughs> like when uh like you're sending something like abroad like say like uh like europe or canada or whatever and they've only paid like four pound 95 on postage or something yeah. like <laughs> you're like yeah. oh shit <laughs> and then you, you don't want to be the dick that then refunds it or like asks for more for postage they're like oh, i guess i'm taking the hit and i learn from that <laughs> exactly yeah i'm like before i even like post this i am changing that on the site right now because i never want to like be in like a like a 15 pound postage deficit like ever again like yeah yeah Uh, like but but it's all part of the the learning curve uh i i I noticed that you use big cartel as well um and i think there is like a lot of mistakes to be made on big cartel yeah it's I found that the whole thing so tricky. So I started Big Cartel and then I switched to Shopify and then wasn't doing enough with Shopify to pay that amount of money. So I was like, I'm going to go back to Big Cartel and I've stayed there, but I'm now thinking about jumping back over again because of the the amount of things you can do with Shopify. It makes sense to pay the extra. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I'm sort of at the point as well where I was considering Shopify yeah. Uh, but I just need to like do more of like research into it. Yeah, it's like it's big, the... big cartel. Big, <laughs> Sorry. big cartel is great for you, like when you're starting out, if because they do the free option, and then even the first tier is pretty cheap for what you can do. But I think yeah, Shopify yeah. is definitely next level with the just the graphics you can put on your site, like all the add-ons, all the things you can plug in and make it look super professional. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's gonna help. Yeah, I think. I want to do, um, so I said, like, the About Me section is kind of missing. I want to put that on. When I get to Shopify, I'll put it on. And then when I, I want to do, like, a blog, and I've tried that before and then failed. And, like, I think that's something that you don't get a load out of it in the beginning. But if you keep doing it and you're consistent, it then 
it kind of tells the story. So I want to yeah. embed like the podcast and a blog almost together. So I can kind yeah, of yeah. have the podcast link to it and then talk about like the brand or the person that I've chatted with and link some of the stuff and kind of do like what just post on it once or twice a month just to have that extra bit of something yeah yeah just, just content man like that's all you can really do as a small brand it's just content content yeah definitely uh, i think starting out there's no there's nothing bad you can post like if you think it's not good enough just post it on your story <laughs> yeah exactly exactly that's what i've started doing like if i don't want to post on my grid i'm like oh, i'll just share on my story like at least yeah, like something I'm so bad with like posted on like my uh my grid just because I, I think I've only got like eight e-posts or something and I've been doing it for like over a year <laughs> so uh like at that like my stories where I like thrive but like at the minute like not even a lot of people are seeing my stories like uh it's just uh Instagram just faffing around again I'm sure it'll come back like it always does but yeah yeah that's uh the one so like if you keep posting on it then you get pushed to the front don't you of the like people's stories exactly, exactly i think they still do it if you do an instagram live it stays at the front of someone's little feed bit until they watch it yeah yeah so i've talked about doing that before i'm like i should do some instagram lives but then kind of don't want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like the second it comes to it, like you're stood with your phone in your hand like going over the live button you're like i can't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i've only yeah. done one and that was with uh two artists so i think it was rum scum and stevie tattoo they were like nice were both of them i think so yeah they were like um doing their art like flash sheets and then i was there like chatting to them as well so it was good for me to be on a live and then good for them because they weren't like just not talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like um i see that uh, you've heard of a uh, bleak world right like the, yeah yeah they do like live streams with that uh twin paranormal group yeah uh they're they're like a paranormal investigation group like run by like two really cool looking like alt dudes like i think uh but yeah like their their lives like hit like just because like uh because they're like doing like that shared thing like the the audience just gets like massive um yeah. I, I guess like that's like a surefire way for people to to see your content at the minute is is instagram live hmm. um, maybe that's the next hack that we'll uh we'll start shouting about to everyone is uh yeah. these, these clothing brands that are trying to work together maybe they just need to do like a simple instagram yeah. live where they like just hold the t-shirt up and they answer some questions that might work yeah, like one day, like you go onto Instagram and you just see like every brand is live. <laughs> You're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oops. <laughs> so I think my favorite question to ask other like brands is the, uh, the like, where do you see yourself in five years, like one year, five years, and 10 years? What's like your ultimate goal? Uh, okay. Kind of okay. Yeah, well, I, I want to I do this full time, man. I want to be sort of you know busy but like stable uh i want to be in the position to help others like help other like small brands or like startups or you know like small businesses like getting their first like like e even doing like you know uniforms for like coffee shops or whatever i don't know <laughs> like whatever like uh just helping people like as much as i can like uh 
within reason you know like doing like mates rates for people um helping people like get off the ground like i, I just want to be in the position that you know like it, it's no skin off my teeth to help someone else like because like you you know yourself like it, it's so hard to get started and it's like a bit dog eat dog and i, I don't really feel like it should be like that Mm. that's definitely a uh, it feels like a newer brand like mentality though like yeah it's nice to see because before yeah it definitely was just like i don't want to talk to you i'm not even gonna respond to your like message just like leave me alone like you're, you're a rival brand you're taking you're stealing my customers that's type it. thing. That's it. whereas it's nice that there's so many of us that are just like you know what screw it like i'm trying they're trying their stuff's cool my stuff's cool let's just you know whatever let me share something like yeah, exactly. And like, if if you like some someone's like stuff, there's like no shame in buying from another brand. Like when you own a brand, you know, <laughs> like, uh, like we're we're all out here to support each other at the end of the day. And like that's something that took me like a little while to realize. Just uh, like when I actually do get in like discussions with other brand owners, like everyone seems to feel the same way. Uh, it's just like. I don't know, like when I first started out, like people wouldn't shout me out, people wouldn't share me. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Just yeah, the change has definitely been coming for a while, and it's just been nice. So yeah, so you see, like what, and this year, big bigger releases, more releases within five years. What just be bigger, better, selling more, bigger and better. Yeah, selling more. I I want to like sort of. I don't know. Like I I've always had like thoughts of like as you said before like having like a warehouse yeah uh like that's like completely like just decked out with you know like cool shit <laughs> uh like maybe i could have like my screen print set up maybe i could have like a little like i don't know just like a place for like kids to like hang out you know like like sort of like a like a heaven for maybe like the low lifes of <laughs> or mm. you know you didn't see that but i like air quote it there uh oh, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah I, I don't know man I'll, I'll just go wherever it takes me uh at the moment like i'm having fun but i think like uh i i think like uh like the step that i took to like buy my own uh like screen print and set up and you know like take the sort of power into my own hands like i sort of want to like grow in that respect like uh, yeah. be a bit more like DIY about things and yeah that like um, DIY or die culture is massive as well I think it's in it yeah in it. so that's something I mean I've seen people do it I think in America where they at um, like events where they go and sell their stuff uh, they have their own like logo on a screen print so you can yeah. then pick what colour t-shirt you want what colour ink you want and then you can screen like screen print your own T-shirt, like right there and then. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's yeah. really really cool. But I've not seen any UK guys do it. I've definitely seen a couple of American people be like, yeah, like you know, you print your own T-shirt and then whatever. Yeah, that's just it's so cool. I think that would be amazing as well. Yeah, like uh, I guess the equivalent of that in the UK at the minute is like the guys that like take a picture of you at the fun fair and then like heat press it <laughs> onto like a white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm really looking forward to um everything opening up again i think it's uh oh um, yeah yeah tell me about it like uh, well northern ireland is about two weeks behind the uk i think at the minute okay 
uh, so so, wait a little bit longer <laughs> in it yeah <laughs> but yeah uh i got to go to the pub the other week which was which was great mm, yeah that first pint always tastes amazing oh my god yeah yeah no i, I think towards the end of the year i want to do at least one event i think that's my kind of goal for the rest of the year is just keep plugging away like i am and try and do at least one event what do you mean like uh like have a stall at an event or like through yeah an event like or... yeah well i don't think i'd be able to get enough people to an event but yeah like uh i don't know it's tricky yeah tattoo convention or like a car show or yeah yeah that that's something that i want to get into as well like um like I, when i was listening to the podcast with uh uh Jiway from north yeah he was saying about like the the seal over returner whatever it was called like when you give your stock to like independent businesses yeah i, I was like bro I, I haven't even thought of that like <laughs> yeah uh like but that's something i would like like to do is uh go to like events and and, and sell and uh get a bit more like embedded in like the sort of like you know independent business like culture instead of just being like sort of like a picture on instagram like oh i like that so i'll buy it like that sort of thing i think when i spoke to people that's how they've got bigger and retained more of a um a fan base is from like the events and stuff so like obviously joey's done his shop and he's i think done a couple um the the guy tom from 8-bit core did a load of like gaming shows and stuff so he's got like a really cool following and like fan base from that um yeah forbidden 13 guy tom as well uh he's he's constantly doing car shows so or was yeah, yeah. got that so i think yeah that's kind of almost a step you have to take at some point is to get out there and promote yeah, yeah. and do shows as, as soon as like uh like local sort of like band shows open up again like that's where i'm going like <laughs> i'm going straight there with like stock <laughs> yeah because i guess if they're local and small you could like open your table next to their band merch or whatever and then yeah exactly man like I've, I've even like done merch for bands in the past like i used to just be sort of like the guy that would be asked to do merch like <laughs> uh so yeah that that's definitely like um something I, I would get into and it seems like there are no sort of downsides to it mm. yeah no definitely uh <laughs> i've just seen one of your like suggestions or whatever the dream collaboration with another company who would yours be <laughs> right so after i sent that message to you i was like oh that's a good question you know but then i was like oh do i actually have an answer <laughs> mm. but i i think i've come up with one right so i wouldn't do like obviously i like to do like collabs on like t-shirts and you know like hoodies and yeah you know, like wearable sort of like garments and stuff but i was thinking like something a little more uh like specialist i'd like to do like a footwear collab yeah that'd be cool yeah uh and then i was like ooh, but like what brand of like footwear because i i literally have like the same pair of vans that i wear like every day for like six months <laughs> until they like fall apart literally like disintegrate on my feet <laughs> and then i just go and buy a new pair of vans you know like <laughs> they maybe get washed like a few times <laughs> like uh but uh, yeah, I was thinking like I'd like to do like something with like, have you heard of uh, Macbeth? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, what do you call him? Tom DeLonge's uh, yeah. like, footwear brand from like back in the day. But then like they're only in like South Asian markets at the minute for some reason. 
but yeah, like I, I would I would love to do a collab with Macbeth on on some footwear. That would be the dream. Why? What about what about you? So yeah, when I saw the question, I thought instantly of like other brands that I'd want to work with, like clothing brands. But yeah, I think if it was something outside of clothing brands, I'd really like to do um, like a, a coffee or a whiskey collaboration. Oh, dude, I didn't even think of that, you know. Yeah. That would be amazing if I could find, I mean, there's, a, there's a, um, a coffee roaster, I guess, nearby that lives in one of the, in a town nearby. And um, I've tried his coffee and it's amazing. So that'd be cool to work with him to try and make a like doom and gloom yeah. style coffee. And then I love whiskey as well. So whiskey would be something that would probably fit quite well. Yeah, definitely. So I, I don't have any specific brands, that, I'd, but like they would be two, I think, dream collaborations. If I could do release a coffee at some point and release a whiskey, I'd be just yeah, loving, for, loving life. For sure, man. Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't even think of it like in like the sort of like consumables sort of way. Like, I would love to like do like a beer or a whiskey. Like, I, th- oh, I think yeah. you're right about that. Yeah. I think it's it's nice to start looking at local brands as well because there's so many that it's it's not just like the clothing brands that have like popped up it's just local everything so I know there's in a, a um, in ale company down the road from me in one of the towns where I could try and approach them and be like do you want to do a so yes yeah, all anything like that I would be all over any kind of alcohol or coffee yeah collaboration would be amazing yeah like especially like over lockdown like this sort of like independent like revolution has sort of like <laughs> like happened like there's just like an influx of you know like uh like in northern ireland at least it's like street food just like uh people like parking up vans and like selling food out of vans i guess <laughs> yeah i hope it continues because i i saw a lot of that as well where it was like especially at christmas everyone's like oh shop local shop local support everyone and then it's kind of died down a lot yeah yeah i guess because people had to like go back to work yeah it'd be nice if that community side stays because that's something i noticed after like when we were in the first lockdown and like what was it april may whenever it was last year and it was like that real sense of community where everyone was like making sure everyone was okay and looking after each other and supporting each other and promoting and shopping independent and then it kind of fizzled out a little bit I mean, it'll be back around Christmas, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. how it's gonna work from now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, no, I agree, man. Like, uh, it is really important to sort of like support small businesses and support your friends and stuff. Uh, but like at the same time, for them, it's so important to like keep on top of it and like keep releasing like new content or like new products and you know, like because people can't support you as much as they probably want to if you're not you know like evolving like with time i think that's the hard the hardest point like you said when we've got stock that we're sitting on but we want to generate money but we don't want to discount it too much but we know we need new stock to have photos promote and people and and everything it's that like fine balance with everything like I, i don't think i've ever sold anything at a loss uh yet but I mean, like, what, what's, you know, like, what, what's, I mean, like, someone's getting a good deal out of it. Like, it, it's just, like, dead money sitting there to me at the minute. If it's, like, a shirt that I'm, you know, like, a small in some design that I'm never printing again. Like, you know, like, what what's the harm in, sent, like, selling it to someone for, like, cost, you know? Yeah, exactly. 
a sales a sale, and then if they buy that, they might like something else later on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you, you don't want to be like. Have you seen the Hobbit films, like with the dragon that's like got like all the gold, and he's just yeah. sitting on it, and he's like, "It's mine." Like, <laughs> like that. That's like me with my stock at the minute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am sat around a load of stock. Actually, I've kind of, I thought more like you said around screen printing, um, and I saw one of your things was around like the pre-order side of it. Yeah. So yeah. that's something I I did quite a lot where I was like, oh, pre-order price is going to be like I don't know three to five pounds off what the normal sale price is going to be to try and gain yeah. some sales that way and kind of cover costs at an early stage which it definitely helps yeah um so that i really enjoy but recently i've looked more at like director garment side of it yeah yeah D- dtg is definitely like it's the permanent solution i think uh but like i think at the minute it's just not very cost effective um it's still like more- great but i think starting out is probably that's the the balance i guess the the juggling act we've got to do between like i'm sat on loads of stock and i want to bring out new stuff but i don't want to discount any of the stuff i've already got out so i've kind of um some of the designs that sold really well in the past i've put back up as like director garment oh yeah yeah sure. but then i've got more i can post more i can talk about um i can obviously get them printed and sent out to people if like to take photos with to help promote so i think that's kind of it's definitely something worth thinking about yeah man like uh it, it would just be incredible if every clothing brand had like the the opportunity to um you know like print on demand <laughs> but mm. like at, at the time like the time being that's just like not possible like we have to go to presses and obviously presses have their own costs uh to like set up like screens or you know uh you know like there's like a whole world of costs involved in getting a t-shirt made and if you're like especially for screen printing like if you're making one t-shirt like you, you need to make a minimum order you know to to reimburse like the company before you know like before they make any money on on printing it for you like so that like that's what i sort of want to do i want to like sort of take the hit myself um to like see how things look on particular garments and maybe like tweak designs like once i see it like physical like on a t-shirt if you get me Mm, i think depending on how much screens cost it'd be good to be able to offer the person the option to buy that screen so it then becomes oh, yeah. for them in the future. So like if you, you're saying if you're working with like your friends that are in bands or something, they're probably going to want a reprint of that T-shirt. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you could just like store it for them. Um, yeah. You could yeah. say like, I don't know, for an additional 50 quid, you can buy the screen. I'll always keep it whenever you need a reprint. It can be any color because I can wash the screen in between. Exactly. And then you can have it a cheaper that might be something that's not that, done. That's actually, that's actually such a dope idea, man. I'm probably, yeah. probably going to... Uh... <laughs> I was just thinking about that. that yeah, that makes sense because that will then give them the option that... Because that, that's, that's a big killer when you're like doing the screen printing is to get that screen printed each time. Especially if you want to rerun a design, you've only done like 25 or whatever. You, it then kills yeah. you for the next one. Exactly. But exactly. if it's like, a band like, you know is going to want to reprint after... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bigger cost to outlay at the start, but then if it's 
it's not a horrendous amount more they might like that like with the bigger presses you know like they're not gonna be interested in keeping like a design from like a small brand like just like stored away somewhere like they're they're gonna want to like swap out that screen for like someone else's design so they can like get you know other client stuff done like yeah (laughs) it was like a world away like uh when you first asked me like uh yo so like what's your name who are you like that sort of thing and i was like um and now i've just like talked your ear off like for like an hour like (laughs) it's it's always really good though i love the side of it where i'm like i put up a post and i'm like does anyone want to come on and chat doesn't have to be a brand just like as long as you're interesting or you've got something you want to talk about like let's let's do it and then i think yeah yeah, you responded two other three other people responded and i was like oh yeah this is awesome so like i've literally just planned in a load because it is really really enjoyable just getting people's views on stuff and it, it almost helps me as well like i feel like i take such a big part of of it away where i've like talked to you about a load of stuff and i'm like oh this is a really good idea i love that idea like that's great and i make loads of notes as well so like i come yeah. away and i'm like almost feel a bit more reinvigorated invigorated from it and like i have more yeah. of it like strikes my passion up a little bit so i feel like i gain loads from it and i think there's a couple of people obviously listen to it that really enjoy it as well so yeah like like if, if there is anyone out there that wants to start a brand uh, like I, I reckon this is probably the resource that they should be using like you know, I know like you could go onto YouTube and type in like how to start a clothing brand or whatever but like if they listen to the doom and gloom podcast like they're gonna hear firsthand from the actual like people who have you know <laughs> watched those videos and you know went for it like they're gonna hear like firsthand how it actually is like especially in the UK yeah well that's it isn't it like we've all yeah like you said seen those videos we've all tried different things we've all got different experiences and, and shortfalls and things we've done that we've massively fucked up on so oh yeah <laughs> and, and and like i've kind of said a lot of us now are all in the same idea and mindset where it's like let's support each other let's create cool stuff let's share cool shit let's just like help each other out and have a real passion for just starting your own business and and you know being there to to help like that's something i always say is like i'm always responding to people's comment like dm sorry like can you help me with this what's your opinion on this like just i love chatting and it's that behind the scenes social side that no one sees but i love it in it yeah like like the whole like uk sort of clothing brand scene like we're we're sort of a lot tighter probably than people realize like uh obviously i I haven't spoke to you much before like we literally just like treated likes and comments and shit but like uh like because there's so many of us we've sort of like built up this like little community uh of just like brand owners and uh models or influencers and stuff like at the end of the day we're all in it together like it's sort of like like having like a band scene or whatever but well no it's exactly like having a band scene because like the bands all have products which is their music like the consumers aren't going to just listen to one band they're going to listen to all the bands they're going to buy their cds they're going to whatever uh like it's just like this little like ring of support that we all have together Mm -hmm. it's it's really cool man it's really cool and like to think like if you wouldn't have like started you wouldn't like know all of these people and like if, if I didn't have low life, like, I don't know what I would do all day, to be honest. I don't know what I would worry about. 
<laughs> I'm sure you'd find something else to be like. Oh, no, I, yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> I'm talking shit, man. I, I, have, I have tons of shit to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, so like one thing I would ask you maybe is like what what's like your big like takeaway, like your big advice, like your big nugget of information that you would give to either someone who hasn't started yet or someone like me who you know i'm i'm a i'm a bit of a smaller brand like um, I'm, I'm a i'm a small fish in a very big pond at the minute like <laughs> i don't know see i i feel the same like a lot of people have asked that or whatever and it's it's like i'm only i'm exactly the same just like probably like a step or two ahead like nothing massive sure yeah so i think it's um i don't know i guess try shit and don't give up that's pretty much that, it, I think, it, is, is the fundamental of like of a brand, isn't it? You just you try shit. If it fails, it fails. You learn from it. Don't give up. And I'm sure I've said that. Like my my favorite quote or thought is that like you only fail when you give up. Or I forget what it is exactly, but it's that <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of that mentality. Like you're always doing it, and you're always aiming for your ultimate goal until you quit, and then you've stopped and that's when you fail that's like that's when you only like that's when you truly fail is when you stop trying yeah so that that's quite a big point is that you can do a million fuck-ups and mess everything up but as long as you don't give up then you're still working towards your goal of i don't know running a brand full-time or having this as your main source of income or the thing you enjoy the most like just don't give up just keep trying shit yeah that's wise man that's wise uh yeah, like, like learning to take the hit has been like probably the hardest thing about being in a brand or like, you know, like uh, being a brand owner. Uh, like learning that not everything you do is gonna bang. Uh, and like, like it, it's not about how many clothes you sell or whatever. It's, it's like it's about like the community that you like make and people who like care about what you're doing and like believe in the sort of uh messages and stuff that you're trying to get across like and and at the end of the day they're buying your clothes because they like how they look you know um yeah yeah it's exactly that isn't it they buy your clothes they they buy your clothes because they like how they look but then you're trying to keep them for the uh the social and community side of it and i think that's something exactly exactly all brands need to make more of an effort doing is that like yeah the the community the um yeah it's literally it's literally is it's the make like, like if someone like they're involved as possible because i've said yeah. uh like johnny cupcakes was the main brand that i loved like growing up and his community and following is just amazing yeah and he's obviously built that and nurtured that and it's it's really nice to see and then when you start looking at other brands that do it you're like well you're missing out on so much because you're literally just pumping designs out and you're not taking the time to get to know people like the big thing with him is i went to a couple of his events so i went to his london store opening and then like two years later i met him and he knew my name like he could remember my name oh wow wow so you're like how the fuck did you manage like he takes such pride in building that like community and I can't think of any other brands that really on that level of 
yeah, meeting people, chatting to them, listening to them, and then, yeah, supporting them, remembering their name, like, two years later, it's absolutely crazy. See, like, uh, I heard you mention Johnny Cupcakes in, like, another podcast, uh, yeah. and I, I didn't know his name, uh, so I just Googled Johnny Cupcake, and like the the image that popped up i was like ah okay yeah <laughs> yeah it was like a like a cupcake with like two like crossed bones yep under it I, I was just like yeah yeah that's it yeah i've seen that i've seen that like everywhere <laughs> like, yeah it's he's he did so well at the start of like i think the johnny cupcake thing was like a joke that someone had said to him because he was wearing like random t-shirts and then he made it and <laughs> the crossbone thing was like really popular at the time and but yeah then he's obviously built up that like parody mock of culture and um comics and video games and, and all sorts and it all ties in so well together but there's there's people that i've met at like the london store opening that i'm kind of still friends with today yeah it's like a it's like a community it's like if you were fan like fans of like a band or something like you, you all have like that thing to like bond over yeah exactly i think that's what everyone yeah or UK brands need to aspire more is to try and somehow nurture that and build that side of it as well. Like how, yeah, can... like at, at the minute, I think like the brand community is very, you know, uh, like within like the owners of the brands, like we all talk to each other, but we like don't talk to the people who actually buy our shit. Like, like how, how weird is that? Like, like I, I, I don't, I don't, with a lot of stuff like that, it's very, hard to because i've tried it before you're like oh how how was your day today like you post it on a story or whatever and then no one responds and you're like how has nobody respond i've got like six thousand followers how has no one said anything <laughs> so I, I, yeah. I guess that's the other side of it where you're like i'm trying to interact with you guys and like you're not yeah, giving me anything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah like like I, there are days where uh i'm feeling very like um like interactive and i'll like post in my story and people will reply to it and i'm like yo yeah like you know and, like strike up conversations with people and then other days like people will, like message me and i'm just like seeing at you know whatever time just like <laughs> leave them on scene <laughs> like uh just that uh, yeah it's, it's something i need to try harder at like I, I don't even have like a newsletter like like you do like you have like one of those like mailchimp things uh Oh, I, yeah, I'm horrendous for that, though. I started it, and I haven't used it in months. I mean, at least, like, the, <laughs> the, the, um, the intent is there. <laughs> yeah, I think it was... Um, so I used to be really inside. Have you heard of Gary V? Gary V? Uh, is that, like, V-E-E? Yeah, his name's, like, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's got, like, massive companies, and he's um, very big on, like helping people like reach their potential in terms of like businesses and help them with like shortcomings and stuff. And um, yeah. he was one that said like, look, Instagram could disappear tomorrow. What have you done to make sure that your following knows where you are? I'm like, Oh shit. Like literally Instagram is the only thing I post on. Like I've got a Facebook that I kind of post on and a Twitter that I'm kind of there, but like, yeah, if Instagram went away, I would be dead. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah. So then I was like, right, cool. Well, email like if i build up an email list then at least if instagram goes i've got like i don't know a couple of hundred people that i can like send something out and be like oh instagram's gone like i'm here like whatever um yeah so that was the thought behind it but i've i've not used it like i wanted to um 
and again that was another thought why i did the podcast because i was like if people know that i'm on what's this episode 19 so i've done it consist well not consistently but <laughs> i've done it to a point <laughs> where there's 19 episodes so if the brand kind of disappears off instagram because instagram like closes which it probably won't but who knows uh people know that oh i can go to like see what they're doing on their podcast because i could turn this into just a, a weekly show where i'm chatting about like life as a brand owner or yeah you know, it doesn't have to be me interviewing other brands or interesting people i could turn it into i don't know this week or this month what have i been doing you know i'm going to interview a follower or a fan or that kind of thing yeah man like the like the ideas are there it's just uh yeah like like um having these like different outlets is is so important like different sort of like uh series or you know uh like e even in the brand itself like having like different collections and stuff like like splitting up your brand uh is like super important i think because like there, there's like some brands that like you see that like sort of fizzle out immediately because they like release a couple of t-shirts and they just like post pictures of the t-shirts and then like don't post any more content like ever like uh so it's like it's important to sort of like engage with people in in different ways uh like like having a weekly show or whatever like so people can like at least you know catch up with you if they feel like it like yeah definitely it's it's i think that's the the big thing isn't it as well as just spread yourself don't limit yourself to instagram because if it does go then you're just in a world of pain like if that's because instagram or i mean facebook could be the like what happened to myspace i know it probably won't because they're like they seem like they're a bit more innovative and a bit more on the pulse with everything but yeah they could turn around tomorrow and say right all everyone who's got a business account has to now pay five pounds a month to post to your followers if not you don't get to do it I mean, maybe if they did that, they would show or post our followers. <laughs> yeah, but then, I mean, that would probably make sense because they'd probably gain more money. But yeah, oh, yeah. They literally turn around and say, like, right, starting tomorrow, uh, all businesses have to now pay us to have an account to post, to interact with people. And then that would yeah. cripple so many people. So, yeah, it's just around in a, in a, trying to think like, of backups and how to reach more people. Like like as as far as we are concerned right like we are uh the like boss of this business or whatever like we are the brand owner but we do all of our work on instagram <laughs> you know like it, it is bizarre that our biggest like advertising thing like like doesn't belong to us like it could literally just disappear mm. uh like I, I heard uh you talking about like wanting to do like a zine <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh, yeah yeah like like i mean like shit like that it, it probably works like like when's the last time that you got handed like a little like pamphlet like yeah. when you went into like a skate shop or like i don't know like a tattoo place or whatever like it just doesn't happen anymore like if that happened to me i would be like oh shit like <laughs> what is this thing i'm holding like <laughs> maybe i need to because i yeah that was another one of my ideas i'm great i have an idea it's terrible execution i think the, um, same, same. <laughs> I did that uh, artist collaboration sticker pack. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, where, sticker pack. Yeah, I worked with uh, five artists. I think I just put out a mess like an Instagram post or story, and was just like, "Look, 
I've got an idea. I want to work with five or however many artists to do a, a sticker pack. And then I will obviously promote all of the artists. I'll send you out like, I don't know, a load of the stickers so you can stick them, promote them, give them away, whatever. Um, yeah. And it'll be a, a nice fun project. So like that worked really poorly. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, it sounds like a fantastic idea but not like, from the <laughs> artist's point of view like the artist did an amazing job and the, like their artwork's brilliant it's just from a uh people wanting it didn't go so well yeah like yeah, i think like, the i obviously gave like a theme out of like um i think it was maybe protests or, or something uh so every all the stickers are themed in the same uh area but they're all styled to that artist style and i was like this is gonna be great there's gonna be so many people they're gonna want to support like their artists because they weren't it wasn't like price ridiculously it was just kind of enough to cover costs yeah. pretty much and i was like this is gonna be great yeah. it's gonna be awesome i can keep promoting all these artists didn't work so i'm like right and then i had the same idea with the zine i was like here we go like this is a brilliant i'll get a load of artists involved i'll get some brands involved i'll um produce it sell them like dirt cheap once or twice i think i was going to do like every three months try and release one and have like a um i don't know a snapshot behind the scenes of like this was what we did on the podcast this is my releases like here's a discount code here's me i've interviewed this person and then it just never happened so <laughs> but you're right yeah, it is yeah. something that if i did and i gave to like local tattoo shops or independent clothing stores in the area it would probably be amazing see like it, it seems like such a good idea like on like in your brain right but like realistically i think the only way that would get out to like as large of an audience as you think is like if it was free which is sort of you know it's sort of mad to think about like you, you could like sink loads of money into this and people would only take it if it was free but like i completely get it like i would be the same <laughs> like yeah you gotta you gotta think like a like a consumer like if they walked into like a shop and they saw like oh yeah a batch of free stickers they would take the stickers and then maybe check out like you know what's on the sticker like <laughs> mm. yeah it's hard but then i think that comes down to like the thing i said was just try shit and if it fails it fails and learn from it so exactly exactly i really enjoyed that sticker pack it was a really good idea i thought it was going to be great didn't really work out maybe it's something i revisit once i'm a little bit bigger and i've got more of a following or you know like I'm, I'm sure i will think of it again in a couple of years and go right let's try round two let's do something slightly different and see if this works out and it might be the thing yeah. that then is is massive for me yeah that's it like it, it just takes like one idea to like change your entire i don't know like i guess like perception of your brand like <laughs> or change people's perception i should say like if you did like that sticker pack and it just like absolutely exploded um like you would get so much more traffic more people would be seeing your stuff uh and it might possibly translate to a hell of a lot of sales like i mean like when, when we're like spitballing ideas like this it literally like you have to use the words like might and possibly because like you have no idea <laughs> like yeah just live in hope yeah. and be like oh the next thing i think of could be the thing that propels me to the point where i'm uh going yeah. part-time at my she like nine to five job 
or it could yeah, not. Yeah. And I could end up sinking some money in and it not working out, and then I have to save up and do the next thing. But at least I tried. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that that would be like advice to someone like starting out is like just try, and if it fails, don't be like too discouraged about it. Yeah, I think maybe I need to do the more uh, the side of um, like building up to it, like documenting that point of view. Like oh, yeah. I didn't really. I was I posted and it was like in like um, sticker pack. Like I work with some artists. Let's make it. And then the next thing, it was like a month later, and I'm like, here it is. Like yeah, it should have been yeah. step by step of like, okay, this is the artist, and like share them, and then this is the next artist, and then trying to build up to it and I, I've got a little bit better in terms of um uh, the release side of it as well so I've seen other brands start doing it where they're like next Friday is gonna be a drop but you don't like say yeah. what it is and then like the yeah, next like, you might release like a little bit more and you're like next Friday six o'clock like I'm releasing this and that's what um Tom did with the joggers the Forbidden 13 joggers he was yeah. like right in two weeks on Friday at six o'clock and I was like okay and then he started posting and like tagging and then like teasing it. And I think that's something that like you're building a little bit of hype for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that that's what I've done from the beginning. Uh, like oh, okay. I, 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 I didn't do uh, pre-orders or anything. Uh, like not because I, you know, think there's anything wrong with getting pre-orders. Like if anything, it's more handy like to know what, you are, what you're buying and like what you need and stuff. But uh, yeah, I've always like bought all my designs got them printed had them like ready to ship out and then i would like announce like a date and time and i just fucking like drop them all at once like uh but yeah like there, there's definitely like a bit of an art to it like hyping it up just enough but like not like over hyping it yeah not pissing people off to the point where they're like shut up or unfollow you or whatever yeah yeah they're, they're like it's like six thursdays from now <laughs> yeah and then every day you're banging the drum about it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah nah, i get it i get it it's oh. definitely tough and there's always tips and tricks to to kind of get your your head around which is like what you said isn't it like if people are, are thinking about starting this is quite a fun way of hearing stuff from people that have tried and failed or have different takes on stuff so yeah, like, and, and if there is anyone who, who does listen to this, like, um, like, I, I am, like, completely, I was completely new to this, like, a year ago, so, like, I'm not the person to come to for advice, but I can come, like, you can come to me for some, like, horror stories, right? Like, <laughs> like, like, I can tell you probably what not to do and what to make sure, like, you what you should be looking out for. Like, probably still good advice, though. You think if someone's starting with like zero followers i don't know like a hundred quid like they're gonna yeah, even if yeah. they say to you like can you help like what what should i do you're gonna have a, a good understanding of like right do this this and this don't do this you don't fuck up on this part like yeah yeah exactly like no it, it is important to like sort of know the pitfalls i think we've been talking about like the pitfalls more than the, yeah more than the um like the heights that you can reach with a brand like but I think it the pitfalls are probably more important to to make note of just so you don't do the same thing. Yeah, I think there's always a lot of um, hype around like you can start your own brand and release a design and then you'll be making loads of money and that's kind of not it at all. I think you have to be 
a couple of years in or have a, a decent couple of releases that propel you to the point where you're like, oh shit, I'm making enough money that I can go part-time and focus half my time now on this. Like, it takes a yeah, while. Yeah. And I'm very realistic in that. Like, It's going to take another two to three years for me, I think, to get to the point where I am comfortable with it. Yeah, but like at least... Um you know you're already like two or so years on or three years are you now uh, i think this is the third year yeah 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 uh, so like you're already like three years into this like journey which you know hopefully will end in a full-time job like like that that's why we're doing it like we, we want to like ditch the the shit jobs like like i'm sure like we've all had them like uh, like I like when I was delivering pizzas, like driving around, I was literally just thinking like all of this money is going to go into a clothing brand, <laughs> and maybe I was like talking myself up too much, uh, being like, oh yeah, like I'll be out of this job like as soon as I release my first tease, like that this is it, like I'm never working again, like it's not it's not like that, like <laughs> nope. If anything, but you that's... have to work harder to fund your passion. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's a very expensive. Uh, business to get into for sure but but it's worth it like like there there was a while like I had more money coming in than I'd ever like seen really like pass through my bank accounts but uh it was all going like straight back in like uh like it wasn't really my money like it was Lou Life League's money yeah that's the other thing I think people don't realize is that you have to like you start off with whatever your starting budget is and you sell some stuff and you're constantly putting money in and re-putting money in like anything you sell straight back in you can't take any money out really for yourself for probably a good couple of years like in it yeah like like the most i've ever bought myself with like the low life league account is like a takeaway at like christmas time or something you know <laughs> like yeah yeah i'm like oh good good work this year like <laughs> <laughs> it's your little christmas bonus in it yeah like 20 quid <laughs> Yeah, no, mm. you've got to be realistic for sure. Uh. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, I think we were like almost approaching. Well, probably when I cut it down, it'll probably be like an hour and a half. Um, Damn, man. Yeah, I, I was like looking at the length length of the episodes, thinking like there's no way that uh, that he can talk to me for like an hour and a half. Like I'm not that interesting. <laughs> it's really weird, isn't it? I, I think the same, like whenever I come to it and I'm, I do less and less preparation, like each one, like I was sat um, making like a coffee at, I don't know, quarter to 11. And I was like, shit, I got like 15 minutes to get ready. And I wrote down like five questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but in the start I was proper, I was doing like, I don't know, 30, 40 questions. And then I was having like, if they say this, I'm going to say this and like going really in depth. And then now it's just so, it's almost it, it feels like it's becoming more natural to trans people and yeah you feel like you said I, I, I don't know how i'm gonna do an hour and a half and you just kind of have that nice back and forth about stuff that we're both passionate about i think that's yeah, what people hear that like we're genuinely passionate about our brands and where we want to take them and helping other people and helping other brands and working with artists and doing this to be our our main thing in life so yeah and it like at my old job uh i used to talk to people about shit that i really didn't care about so like i can easily come and talk to you about like something i actually do you know <laughs> that i actually like doing 
that's it isn't it when you when you uh meet up or you you work with people that are passionate about the same things it makes things so much easier and nicer for sure so um we'll have to do the same like i've said it to i think every single person i've had on but like in a year or so it'll be cool to have you back on um just to just to see where it's <laughs> where just it's kind of catch up do like a snapshot because yeah. this is like a snapshot in time isn't it it's how you feel what you've learned and and where you are now and then if we catch up again like towards the end of the year beginning of next year whatever it'd be nice to then have another like right where are you now <laughs> in, <laughs> what it, are you doing? in it yeah well watch this space for it, honestly <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be fun i think <laughs> there's something really uh painful but really enjoyable about doing clothing brands <laughs> that's it that is it it's it's pain and pleasure bro but like <laughs> yeah it, it sort of levels out it's a lot of stress and it's a lot of like anxiety and nerves but it is it is so so worth it like yeah it, yeah it, it really just, is yeah well there we are that's like the final word i guess like it's <laughs> it's just it, it's just worth it man like, it's just worth it owning a brand is just worth it <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah, man, well, well, yeah thanks for having me on anyway yeah <laughs> thanks for coming and chatting it's been it's been real real nice to kind of hear from you a bit more so uh yeah all the best yeah man catch you on the ground yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> see you later all right, cheers for her.